Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Live Free Podcast, where I talk about living a life of freedom, expansion, and rest in Christ Jesus. Um, today, God has wanted me to hone in on the topic or the title, False Doctrines, okay? God is saying that it's another Jesus that they teach, the spirit of another Jesus. False doctrines taught by de demons, false prophets, and false te teachers, Let's get into it. So God has been uh, really dealing with me this last week and a half about different um, YouTube videos that I've been watching and um, different videos um, that have a form of godliness. Okay. So of course I went into prayer um, because I know that everything I know is not all there is to know. I don't know everything. But how many of you know that God knows everything, that he's omniscient, he's omnipresent, that he's the Alpha Omega, he's the beginning and the end. And he's wanting me to deal with the false doctrines and the false teachers and the false um, uh, uh, doctrines that are taught by devils. So um, on one instance, I went into prayer uh, regarding a particular YouTuber that I was watching and um I didn't have a dream and God laid me down and he had a, gave me a dream and I didn't understand the dream at first. Um, but then, um, and, and what, and the dream in a nutshell was I was standing in the bathroom. Okay. With another individual, not sure who this person was, but it was a female I was standing in the, in the bathroom with this particular person. And I was, it was this brown, look, look like, just for lack of a better word, um, it was a brown stain uh, in the bathtub. And I kept saying, what is that brown stain? And what is that, what is that in the tub or whatever? And it immediately that brown stain transformed to a baby pig that started running wild and, you know, just out of control or whatever, whatever. And the girl who was with me tried to pick up, pick up the pig to, to get, you know, get to it. And then as we were standing there, I then started chewing on some brown stuff. And immediately I took the stuff out and I spit it out and the brown stuff fell on the floor and that transformed into another baby pig. Wild, running wild and all of that. Didn't understand that was the dream. Didn't understand any of it. But then God began to give me the interpretation of the dream. And basically what pigs represent is unclean. We know that pigs roll around in slop. They eat anything, you know, and they are not an animal. You know, it's actually one of the animals that Jesus used to cast the demons into when they went off into the, off the side of the cliff. So pigs are, um, symbolized is symbolic for unclean spirits and another translation i have a dream um biblical dream interpretation dictionary another translation for pig would be a woman without discretion and an unclean spirit so i've said all of that to say that i knew immediately when i read that god immediately gave me the put the face of the person because I couldn't make sense of the dream and I wasn't putting that person that I saw in the YouTube video with that. But he immediately flashed the the, per, per, the person's face before me. And uh, that person just happened to be a woman. And, and the interpretation of it was an unclean spirit, a woman without discretion. 
So, um, that was one of the interpretations uh, he gave me. Uh, and then there was another uh, YouTuber I was looking at and I was praying about and I took before God. And I mean, these answers come quick. He don't take long because, see, it is not God's will that we be deceived. There's not God's will that we be uh, falling to all this kind of crazy doctrine that are taught by devils, because that's all it is. It's either God or it's the devil. It's no in between with this stuff, right? So the false doctrines, he said, it's another Jesus that they teach. Another Jesus. This is not the Jesus of the Bible that they teach. So what I want to talk about here is four major character characteristics of false teachers and false prophets that you can recognize almost immediately by just these four characteristics. Now, these are not the all of the characteristics, but these are the four main ones that I've seen um, that God pointed out to me while watching these uh, people that are saying that they have a word from God or God sent them to uh, preach or to and, and, and to give a word. So for the four main characteristics that God showed me about these people, uh, it's called the spirit. The Holy Spirit said it's a spirit um, of another Jesus that they teach. It's not the Jesus in the Bible. So, but it's made to look like that because the enemy is so cunning and crafty. The Bible says that he masquerades himself as an angel of light. That means somebody good, pleasant, and an angel of light is somebody like a tooth fairy, like somebody who just, oh, it's just this amazing person. And he masquerades and he puts on and he manifests himself as an angel of light. So what God is wanting me to bring to the forefront today, he's wanting me to, uh, to if, you, if, you, if you've been involved, if you are that person, or if you've been involved in chewing and feasting on words, that are been taught by doctrines of devils. God said, he said, get rid of it, renounce it, rip it up from its foundations. He said, remove it, repent, and get back in line. Because if you continue to look and you continue to feast, and this is what we call when we, we're looking at a video or if we're reading the word of God, we're feasting on a thing. We're feasting on a thing. And eventually what's in that video is going to get in you. If you don't sever it by the root and chop it off by the head, in the beginning. So the longer that you go with it, the more it becomes a part of you, the longer you go with it. Now, let me say this. If you have been getting the reservations in your spirit, like, is this really God? Or is this, is, is this person really talking about the things of God? That's the Holy Spirit. That's the red flag. And that's when you need to go into your prayer closet. See, it's not enough to just say, is this God? Or is this God? Or is this God? God says you have a responsibility to to steward and to govern your heart. The Bible says, guard your heart for out of it is the issues of life. So it's not that we're not going to run into these things. It's not that we're not going to look onto these things, but God says it's what you do with it. So if you've been feeling a reservation where you feel like you don't know if it's God or if it's not God, I'm going to urge you to go into your prayer closet and to pray and ask God to, to allow you to see and to give you um, the interpretation of the spirit behind that, that, that movement or that person that's talking. You have to, a responsibility as a believer to want the truth. 
The Bible says, study to show thyself approved. So it's not enough to say, oh, well, I'm just going to keep watching it. I'm not really sure if it's God or not. No, because eventually what's in that video is going to get in you. So God is saying, sever it by the root, rip it up from the foundations and chop the head off because you do not want to fall victim or you do not want to be a part of a movement that is not of God. You don't want to be taught by demons. And so here's the four characteristics that God is showing me. Um, the first characteristic that he shows me that is of, of a false prophet and false teacher, um, he says, mixing the gospels with a lie. So you have the part of it is truth and it sounds like it's the word of God. And then the other part is you're adding to the word of God by adding a good example would be the secret books of the so-called uh, people from the Bible, the secret book of John, the secret book of Enoch, the secret book, all these secret books and all this kind of stuff. And you know what I did? I typed in the secret book of John and you know what came up on YouTube? It was all demonic, all demonic. You should see the thumbnails. The thing about it is you're held accountable for this video now that you're watching it. And if you are out there preaching another Jesus, you need to repent right now and you need to ask God to forgiveness and you need to renounce this stuff and you need to sever the ties and the altars of these soul ties that you have made with the demons. Because the Bible says in the book of Revelation, if we go to the book of Revelation, chapter 22, verses 18 through 19, it reads a warning. A warning, and that warning is John is saying, for a for I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, meaning the Bible. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. And it says, and if anyone takes away from the words of this book of this prophecy, God will take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. So when you add to the word of God or you take away from the word of God, you are actually speaking judgment on yourself and bringing yourself into plagues. You're bringing yourself into the judgment of the Lord. So you're adding the book of John or the book of Enoch or the book of the lost book of Thomas, you know, all these different things that my thing is this, and this is the way God explained it to me. The Bible is the book. The only book. Now, if there was more that God wanted us to know, if there was more that God wanted us to, to have revelation about, and God knows it's going to take us eternity just to get through this book, right? If there was more, don't you think an almighty God, a master strategist, Elohim, the Alpha Omega in the beginning and the end could have put the old book of John or the secret book of Enoch or the secret book of whoever it is. Don't you think that if he could put this book together, he could have added those two? <laughs> I started laughing because it's crazy for us to think that something got away and slipped away from us. If God wanted us to know that stuff, it would be in this Bible. So he says in the book of Revelations, chapter 22, verses 18 and 19, don't add nothing to it and don't take nothing away from it. So therefore, when somebody come and slide another gospel that it has nothing to do with this, we are in direct uh, conflict with the kingdom of God. In direct conflict, because the Bible says it. 
It clearly says it. But then they have, they, it's so eloquent and so cunning and so crafty, right? They have a way of explaining that book in and, and, and putting it next to the scriptures. God don't need no help. Now you're helping God. So, Lord, you hid all these books from everybody. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go find all these books and I'm going to help everybody learn what they, what they, you know, the rest of the gospel or the rest of the truth. This is the truth. This Bible is it, baby. And if you have been led astray, you need to repent and you need to get back in line. And if you are putting this mess out there, you need to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So... The other characteristic of, of, of a major um, false prophet or teacher um, is false humility and, and the fruit of the false, false humility and false fruit is what God said. False humility. What is false humility? Pretending to be this lowly, humble person or whatever, whatever. But the minute you come against or you question and we are to test the spirits. We're supposed to test the spirits, the Bible said. But for some reason, when you are give, putting out false information, when people come against that or when they question it, the anger, the demon comes out. Now, instead of you being this little humble person, you all of a sudden, you, you're mad. So false humility and a false fruit is what God said. And the anger sips out immediately when you question what they're talking about. Because guess what? There is no light in darkness. There's no love in darkness. There's, so therefore, if the, if the doctrine is being taught by the enemy, the fruit of, that, the fruit of whoever's talking is, is darkness. It's going to come out. Even though the false humility has been put, is, uh, the front is, is there, and when the minute you come against, because the Bible says a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. So the third thing characteristic is that he showed me was say the teaching of Satan isn't real. He is in your conscience, right? Or there is no hell. The people of God are the problem or they're the demons. So there's really no hell, but the whole hell thing is wrapped up in your consciousness. The Bible mentions hell over 160 something times. 70 in the New Testament. We're not even going to talk about the Old Testament. The New Testament, 160 something times, 70 of those times, it was Jesus talking about hell, where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, where there's, where uh, I behold, I saw Satan fall like a lightning from heaven. So why then is he not real? Why, why then is it not a hell? This is insane to me. But you'll, you'll plague the God, the plague the people of God or the children of God as being the demons. And you'll plague the people of God as the woman's pregnancy being the, uh, the, the abyss. <laughs> and it's what's really crazy about the whole thing is the Bible says a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. So it is almost impossible and it's so hard for, and I'm going to go to Matthew, Mark 23 and 23. This is where this scripture lies. Mark 3 and 23, it says, 3 and 23. So it says, a house divided cannot stand. So they were, uh, obviously Jesus was casting out a demon out of someone. 
right? And they were saying that he is Beelzebub and by the ruler of demons, he cast out demons. And so he called them to himself and he said to them in parables, how can then Satan cast out Satan? It says, if a kingdom is divided against itself, the kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, the house cannot stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and he is divided, he cannot stand, but has an end. No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house. So basically what God is saying is the, the people that don't believe in hell, they don't believe that hell is real. They believe hell is trapped in your consciousness. Um, when you ask about, ask them about hell, they'll say that we are the darkness, that we are the demons, that we are the problem. The pro you you first of all let me say this, God died for people. We are His most precious jewels, and press we are so precious to God. So even when they were arguing over the body of Moses, when Satan and Mark Michael the archangel was arguing over the body of Moses, Michael didn't even bring an accusation against Satan, even though he was who he was. So how then do you say the people of God are demons? Now, you can be under a demonic influence and the spirit behind that person, but we are not the darkness because what I'm saying here is you're calling the people of God the darkness, but we know that we have the spirit of God in us, right? We're not saying that we don't get into demonic stuff and we don't do things or sin against God. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is when you cannot bring yourself to even talk against Satan or say he even exists or say hell exists. And the, clearly in the Bible, it mentions hell over 170, 60 some times in the New Testament. And 70 of those times was Jesus talking about it. It's all throughout the Bible was called she-hole in the Old Testament, Hades and all them different term terminologies. And all these different things, and hell is mentioned heavily in the New Testament, the, the, the fire, the hell and brimstone, the lake of fire. And yet you can't, and yet when the false prophet or false teacher is preaching, they cannot even bring themselves to even bring an accusation or against Satan or say he is even real. They can't even bring themselves to say um, hell is real. The devil is a lie. God has said, renounce it, repent, and get back in line. Renounce all them demonic covenants and altars that you have set up. If this is you, all these altars that you have set up and that you have now taken on the belief, this belief system in other books of the Bible, as if God, the creator of heaven and earth, couldn't have put these books in here if he wanted them in here. Come on now. God, the master strategist, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He can't put, a, he can't put the, the books in here that we need to read. But the Bible says, woe to those, woe to those that add to this word and take away from this word. And I want to say to you, if you are listening to someone that is preaching another Jesus, that is preaching a false doctrine or gospel, I want to say it is your responsibility to take that to God in prayer and to ask God, because see, we're going to always point you back to God. A real prophet of God is going to point you back to Jesus. He's going to point you back to Jesus. Test the word. See if the spirit is of a God that's behind that individual. Not the individual, the spirit behind it. 
It's your responsibility as a believer to know who's in front of you. And, and you won't know that except the Holy Spirit show you, but you have to be willing to humble yourself and ask the question. You have to put God first and God don't mind you asking him about someone or asking him, is this you? Or is, what am I seeing? Is this, is this the real gospel? The Bible said, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. Every time I have went to God in prayer about something, he has given me an answer. Why? Because I want the truth. I don't want a feel-good sermon. I don't want doctrines taught by devils. I didn't come this far in my life to be swept away by doctrines taught by devils. So I'm admonishing you today to make sure you take this to God in prayer. And if it is you that is speaking these things, renounce it, repent, and get back in line because God loves you. And he wants you to have the truth. He doesn't want you to be led astray. You know, he doesn't want that. So, um, also, um, another characteristic, and this is going to be the last one. There is no prayer or true heart for people. Okay. I'm going to say this again. There's no prayer or true heart of love for people. This is what the, the, the last characteristics that, that stands out. It's a lot of characteristics about them, but this really stands out, you know, and it says God never does or say anything just to be doing it. So what, so if somebody prophesying what's about to happen is bad, is this is bad, this is this, and, 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 and it's led by fear and it's led, it's, it's leading by um, panic and anxiety. That's not of God because the thing with God is. God loves people. He laid down his life for people. He would never put people into a fat panic or, or, or put a spirit of fear and release that and not provide a way of escape. First of all, he would never do that. He doesn't. He said, with love and kindness, do I draw these? So we're going to period on that. But the second thing is, is, is God does not give you a warning or a word of instruction and not provide a way of escape. Because of the love. Let's go back to love. See, where, the, where there's darkness, there's an absence of love. So darkness is going to always leave you with the panic and with the fear and run on to do something else. And you still in the panic and fear and you're trying to figure out, okay, they say that the, the Russians come and they saying that the, the Chinese are coming. What's, what's happening? What's happening? God won't leave you like that. God loves people. He laid down his life. He took a brutal beating. He was bludgeoned. He was crucified. The cat of nine tails was wrapped across his back. God loves people. He would never leave you with fear and anxiety and panic and worry. So I'm here to tell you that if you're listening to people that have all these prophetic words, but they don't bring, they don't have a, a, a way of escape saying that God's saying we need to repent and let's pray and let's get this right and fall back in line with God because he loves you and blah, blah, blah. The real prophet and man and woman of God will always point you back to Jesus. It will not leave you in a state of panic, shock, or fear. The devil is a lie. And so it's not God's will that any perish, but all come into the knowledge of the truth according to 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 through 10. And according to 1 Timothy 2 and 4. It is not God's will that any perish. So therefore, God is going to provide a way of escape for his people because he loves us, guys. 
God would never just put you in a, a situation and leave you like, just leave you. Okay. And lastly, if you have eaten or received teachings from the uh, from these type of doctrines or people, renounce it, repent, and get back in line. And according to the Bible, the Bible says, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, according to Romans 10, 9, and 10, the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that he came to, to lay down his life for your sins, that you will be saved that you would be rescued, saved, saved from hell, death, and destruction, that God loves us and all, he wants all to come into the knowledge of the truth. So if you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, just pray this prayer, Lord, take my life and do something with it. I believe you died and I believe you rose again and I believe you are my Lord and you are my Savior and I repent for my sins. I repent for my my every sin that I've committed against you, against myself and against your people. And he will come into your heart and take your life and do something with it. And let me just add something amazing that the world cannot give you. So this is it, guys. The, 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 those are the four points that he highlighted out to me. He said that these are the highlights that you will see. And this is what I've been seeing when I watch certain things. And then he'll bring... Um, It'll bear witness with your spirit. And even, even if even if you still confuse, he will send people. He will send the, the truth. Because our Bible says the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So I just pray right now that every lie will be swallowed up with the truth. And every hidden agenda of the enemy will be exposed. In the name of Jesus, we tear everything down and it exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive into the obedience of Christ. And we repent and we get back in line because God loves us and he has a plan for your life. Thank you for watching. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. I will see you in the next video. Bye, loves.